Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Thanks for joining us for another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. And my name's Bethany Moore. I'm your host today. I am the Communications and Projects Manager at the National Cannabis Industry Association. And today we have a guest, Lance Ott of Guardian Data Systems. He's also a board member for NCIA as well. Hey, Lance, how are you today? Hi, Bethany. I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. Uh, We're just a few weeks away here from the end of the year, and there's a lot going on in 2017. So let's just uh, get started. Tell me a little bit about Guardian Data Systems and what you do there. Well, uh, Guardian was founded back in 2008 in Los Angeles, California. Um, I had left uh, National Bank of California, and we recognized a need for financial services, including banking, what had become or what was the nascent cannabis space. Uh, So in uh, 2008, Guardian Data Systems was founded with the specific intent of serving a vastly underserved industry. We've since then become the longest continuous provider of banking solutions, payment processing, uh, strategic consulting, as well as technology, which now includes our uh, enterprise resource planning platform, Roar. And we've uh, thus positioned ourselves to be the best in class solution for ERP planning or ERP or enterprise resource planning software, uh, as well as, of course, electronic payment processing in the cannabis market. Um, this is, of course, in legal states under the current state of legislation, laws, banking environment, as well as the state uh, requirements and compliance. Wow, 2008, that was way ahead of the game. That was that was some good foresight there. So on the issue of banking, that's one of the issues that NCIA focuses on for our advocacy efforts um, at the federal level uh, with our lobbyists, Michael and Michelle in D.C., 
365 working for the cannabis industry on Capitol Hill, as well as the two lobbying firms that we engage with as well. So talking about banking, um, let's, let's talk a little bit more about that crisis with our cannabis companies and, and how Guardian Data Systems addresses this, this gap. You kind of got into that a little bit before, but let's really go dig a little bit deeper. So Guardian has methodically constructed a network of cannabis-friendly banking institutions, financial services providers, and software developers to provide all manner of legal cannabis organizations with a safe, legitimate venue for all transactions and uh, for all transactions and uh, logistical challenges. Uh, we do believe that proper regulation coupled with appropriate technology applied to a never-evolving market will result in a thriving and unimpeachable industry. So since 2008, we've actually created a network of banks and credit unions throughout the United States uh, in states with existing medical and recreational regulations, and we've been working as an intermediary uh, or liaison with these financial institutions to educate uh, them on the cannabis space. Uh, we also work with them to review and enhance their existing Bank Secrecy Act and anti-money laundering compliance programs as required by the FinCEN guidance, uh, which was issued in April of 2014. Mm -hmm. And so we've had a lot of uh, success in uh, convincing uh, banks or financial institutions throughout the U.S. to open up and board a lot of cannabis businesses out there. Okay. Are these larger banks or are you finding that these are smaller, more local or regionally based banks that are more willing to work work with you and therefore the cannabis industry? Uh, that's a great question. Um, for the most part, the, the large national banks uh, have prohibited uh, or have been prohibiting any support of the cannabis space. So we're yeah. largely working with uh, smaller regional banks and credit unions. Cool. And this is, uh, quite frankly, it's because they, re they realize the value of working with the space and they realize the potential of working with the cannabis space. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. You know, the banking crisis, I hear stories from our members over the years. Um, one member in particular said that she went through 36 bank accounts over the course of just a couple of years. And that blows my mind. Are there any stories like that that you have heard that are similar just to sort of uh, illustrate uh, how how bad this banking crisis is and how prohibitive it is for, for our companies to thrive? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I won't get into my own banking, banking account being, uh, bank account being closed by Chase, but uh, uh, we are, of course, uh, up and operational again, but we have clients that have uh, opened bank accounts offshore. We have clients that have opened bank accounts, um, you know, as a as a holding company or, or some other uh, sort of um, structure and simply in order to uh, apply for an account and avoid what's become a massive public safety issue. The fact that we are a cash dependent um, uh, industry uh, has really created a high level of fear out there. And um, I think something needs to be, I think something more needs to be said about that. But uh, we've got folks that have opened up accounts and ended up losing tens of thousands of dollars. Got other folks that have opened an account 
The bank has become aware of the true nature of the business. They've closed that account. But in addition to that, they've closed every other uh, account associated with that particular customer, including their credit cards. Um, I know we're all aware of a few folks that have even had their, uh, that have had family members' bank accounts and credit cards closed simply mm-hmm. because of a ancillary relationship with the space. Yeah, it's it's pretty intense and extreme when they when they start going, you know, just beyond the business bank accounts, uh, and really right. scary too. Uh, the risk is just it, it's terrible. Um, so let's talk a little bit. What are what are some of the hurdles on a regulatory level that your company has had to overcome during this time? Well, unfortunately, uh, the, the loss of credit and debit card access, uh, one of our core competencies here has always been electronic payment processing. And uh, unfortunately, we lost that ability, the ability to provide those services back in 2012. And in 2012, cannabis became more mainstream. It became more of a platform, if you will. And most of the, well, all of the uh, large sponsor banks, which are your Wells Fargo's, your you know, Chase, B of A, uh, they decided to pull the plug on their merchant processing relationships. Mm. So that has taken quite the toll on uh, my business, but it's also taken quite the toll on every other business involved in the cannabis space. Gosh. Wow. Well, this... Th- this is certainly one of those issues that that gets gets under your skin. Uh, we just want to be treated like every other American industry and have have access to banking services. So, in just a second, we're going to take a quick break, um, but we will definitely come back and talk with you more about Guardian Data Systems and and more about banking and NCIA too. So we'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants, healthy people. SansalCBD.com. Improve your lifestyle naturally. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver. Register now at www.seedtosaleshow.com or 888-409-4418. The NCIA Seed to Sale Show, the largest cannabis business event to be held in Denver, will host over 2,000 cannabis professionals and focus on innovations and technology in cultivation, infused products and extraction, and sales strategies. The show will recognize the best in the industry with the Cannovation and Canatech Awards. Register before November 22nd for $200 savings at seedtosaleshow.com. Use the code RADIO15 for an additional 15% off. Plan your experience now for the NCIA Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st. Seedtosaleshow.com or 888-409-4418.
fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top ten song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hem Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Cannabis use isn't the only thing growing. So are we. Grow with us. CannabisRadio.com Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice here on CannabisRadio.com. And if you're just joining us, my name's Bethany Moore, and I'm the Communications and Projects Manager at National Cannabis Industry Association. And Lance Ott is our guest today. As I mentioned earlier, he is a board member for NCIA, and his company is Guardian Data Systems. So welcome back, Lance. Thank you. Yep. So we have been talking a lot about the banking crisis and and the solutions and trying to work with a system that's not as supportive as we would like. Uh, but there is some hope um, in the work that you've been doing, uh, getting getting the smaller credit unions and smaller regional banks to see the value in where the cannabis industry is going. Did you have any more more thoughts or insight about about that and where we're going forward? Well, unfortunately, the, the, this uh, recent election may have changed the, um, the trajectory of our, of our industry a bit. Uh, Don't say ahead. that. How, no. <laughs> well, believe it or not. However, uh, the, uh, the cannabis industry uh, uh, has obviously expanded. Um, very, uh, several new regulations were passed. Uh, we've, got, um, we've got several states coming up or, uh, that have just passed recreational as well as medical uh, laws. Right. And four, in the past, four and four. That's right. That's right. And in the past, uh, what we've what we've seen uh, amongst the uh, financial uh, institutions is a willingness to kind of open up to the industry and um, and work with the space once these laws are passed, and then again once these regulations become implemented. So we do expect to see several new banks and credit unions uh, approach and support the space here over the next few months. Well, that's that's good news. And, you know, I think we have built such a momentum and, you know, four new adult use cannabis states and four new medical states to add to the growing map. I think we have 200 more members of Congress, maybe even 300 or more now that represent some kind of pro-cannabis state, whether that's medical or better. Um, so I think that's also a, a really cool thing to think about. Um, and if those members of Congress respect the the will of their people that voted into it, they, they will hopefully join us among our other champions in Congress. 
Um, so, Lance, you've been to NCIA lobby days in the past, and that's really a great opportunity to actually sit, sit down with these members of Congress and have conversations with them as a business owner, as a regular citizen as well. So, do you have uh, do you have any thoughts about the importance of engaging with members of Congress at the local level and why it's important for? cannabis industry professionals and activists to really get involved? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, our industry supports tens of thousands of jobs and creates tens of millions of dollars in tax revenue, as well as billions of dollars of economic activity in the U.S. And uh, quite frankly, excuse me, the NCIA is leading the unified and coordinated campaign to ensure the emerging sector is treated fairly. And at the end of the day, just to ensure that we've got the, that we have access to the same financial services as, as every other business out there. So I've been very lucky uh, to have um, uh, not only attended uh, the last uh, couple of lobby days, but also to work with a lot of members of uh, Congress, as well as politicians here in Washington and Oregon. And I did take part uh, in the uh, banking stakeholders uh, roundtable in the state of Oregon with the new uh, uh, secretary or the new treasurer. Uh, oh, cool. And uh, yes, and, and in that meeting, we were able to actually polish the language, which eventually, uh, which was eventually passed as the new Oregon marijuana banking laws. Now, the, that law is is somewhat symbolic, but I think it's an important first step that several other states should uh, should uh, take a look at uh, duplicating as we move forward. Uh, we've also got uh, um, uh, Blumenauer, we've got Ron Wyden and Jeff Merkley here in the state of Oregon leading the way. Um, Washington, of course, we have Denny Hecht's representation, and I believe that we're going going to see a lot more support. In the in the new states that have now passed medical or new recreational laws, yeah, you know we really do have some good champions out there in Congress in that part of the country in particular, uh, which is yes, a blessing. And I, I think I think it's great to hear an example of you as a business owner, not just sitting back and seeing what happens, but sitting at the table to have a voice to be part of the process of creating regulations and and I would encourage everyone in the cannabis industry to build relationships with your representatives with your local regulators and policymakers and get to know them and let them get to know you too you, I'm sure you would absolutely. agree with that Lance <laughs> oh, absolutely so, Let's go back to why, how you got hooked up with your NCIA membership initially when you first heard of NCIA and decided to become a member. Sure, sure. Well, uh, I was attending the, this was a Cush Magazine uh, cannabis conference. I believe they called it the Cush Conference in Denver. And I think it was back in 2012. Mm. Um, And uh, uh, that was the first conference that Guardian exhibited at. And a gentleman named Aaron Smith visited our booth, and uh, we struck up a conversation about uh, what his goals were in creating a national trade association that would, of course, concentrate on advancing the interests uh, of the cannabis space. Uh, I was impressed with uh, with Aaron, uh, very intelligent, very intelligent guy, obviously, and um, I decided to sign on as a as a founding member uh, at the event. And uh, since then, we haven't looked back. 
Um, we constantly advocate on the NCIA's behalf. We're constantly recruiting new members. And I believe the, the larger we are, of course, the stronger we are. And um, uh, that's also why I decided to run uh, for the board of directors. I've also served on the ethics subcommittee. So I'm happy, very, very happy that I, uh, that I agreed to join. And uh, I can see our association growing exponentially here over the next, over the next couple of years. It really is incredible. Um, I started here almost three years ago. My anniversary is coming up, and we had just under 400 members around that time, and today we have over a thousand. We're almost at 1,100, and mm-hmm. it, it it is really fantastic. And I thank you for being one of our founding members and helping us grow over the years. Um, if, My pleasure. If, yeah. So, and I thank you for recruiting new members and letting them know about the work we do. And if if somebody had a question for you and said, well, why, why should I join NCIA, whether they're a, a small business owner or a large company, what would you tell them about the importance of NCIA membership? Well, again, we're leading the charge um, on the uh, banking issue, on the tax issue, tax code 280E, of course. Um, and we need this type of representation, not only uh, in each of the, or in the individual states, but also on Capitol Hill. <clears throat> the federal lobbying that we do is, is uh, propelling our interests forward and our, our, uh, our collaborative agenda forward, if you will. Um, and it's just going to help. It, it, it helps enforce what we're all looking for. Um, I also enjoy the passion and the, you know, speaking with the, um, with these folks, whether they've become a member or not, it's interesting to um, uh, attend the meetings and attend the conferences and, and really get to know these folks. There's, there's a lot of open sharing. Um, a lot of, and there are a lot of good people out there who do need representation and, I think we all agree that there's been a lack uh, of rep- there has been a lack of re- representation um, uh, in the past, and I believe that we have a very very strong, very sophisticated association that is that is making things happen. Yep, and you know what? We've got eight more states that that we'll be hearing That's from right. very soon. Um, well. We're going to take another quick break, and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about the upcoming Seed to Sale show happening in Denver on January 31st through February 1st, and Guardian Data Systems is a sponsor of that show, so we'll be able to talk a little bit more about that. Um, In the meantime, enjoy the break, and thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. (sighs) Cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. 
Oh, lady marijuana llama, tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you life yourself a joint. Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Everyone deserves the medicine they need. Aaron's premium CBD essentials and CBD nectar products are made from plant-based organic ingredients, grown and processed in the United States. Our unique formula of coconut oil and coconut water infused with CBD oil is ideal for all skin types and provides maximum relief. Aaron's Essentials was formulated by 9-11 first responder and stage 4 cancer survivor Aaron Sieber. As a cannabis connoisseur, Aaron began making and using his own lab-tested medicinal cannabis products to help relieve the side effects of his rigorous cancer treatments. Visit www.canosaurbrands.com for more information on Aaron's Essentials and learn how you can pay it forward. That's C-A-N-N-A-I-S-S-E-U-R brands.com. How high do you like your profit margin? Cannabisradio.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, and we are back. We're going to wrap up today's episode with Lance Ott from Guardia Data Systems. Thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Uh, Lance, welcome back. Hope you had a nice break there. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So, as I said, I wanted to talk about the Seed to Sales show, which is a conference NCIA is hosting that uh, focuses just on the life cycle of the plant. It's it's the contained process there, rather than our larger Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, which covers even more issues, including human resources and things like that. So, the Seed to Sales show, you're excited about it, I'm sure. You're a sponsor of the Seed to Sales show, Mm -hmm. and I I bet you have a booth on the expo floor. Can you tell me about that? Well, yes and no. I believe we do, but I don't know what booth number we are right offhand. My business partner handles that side of the uh, the business, but it'll be a mystery. Uh, we'll find you. That's the mystery booth. I'm sure you'll see. Look for the big <laughs> green lion. I'm sure you'll find us. Oh, the big uh, green tradi- lion. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, traditionally, the NCIA has has uh, been very successful with these uh, with their conferences and and uh, uh, summits, and it's it's just a fantastic opportunity not only for networking, um, you know, meeting other folks that are uh, that may be new to the industry, but recently or during the recent events, it seems like the uh, the attendees have become. Uh, much more professional, and when I when I when I um, mention attendees, I'm referring to the the fact that we're seeing a lot of uh, folks from other uh, non traditional professional industries coming in, doctors, attorneys, CPAs, uh, institutional investors as well, mm-hmm. and I think it's uh, it's a very exciting time. Uh, again, after the recent vote with 
uh, four new recreational states <clears throat> and four new uh, medical states coming in, uh, I think we're going to see a lot more, or we're going to get a lot more attention from these investors. Uh, I think it's also important for folks to see the, the different, the improving technologies, uh, whether it's uh, seed to sale, uh, ERP, or if it's, you know, just best practices uh, out there. I think it's important to keep everyone uh, abreast of any, any of the new uh, opportunities that are coming along. Uh, we'll have some interesting sessions as well. Uh, folks get to interact with their industry peers. The exhibitors will be top-notch. And again, it'll be interesting to see some of these new cultivation products, services, and, and tech. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I heard you mention all these other uh, industry areas coming in. And, and I, th- I think mm-hmm. it's really interesting how there's a lot of skill sets and talents and information from other industries that can be applied to our industry as well. And the sky is the limit, truly. And I, I think I, we're definitely going to see some advances in the cultivation. Right. You know, there, there's a lot more to cannabis than just grow it and consume it, uh, although that's, that's the best part. Just seeing the sophistication of our industry at these, at these trade shows is amazing. So moving on just a little bit before we wrap up, uh, I wanted to ask what your favorite thing is about attending an NCIA event. I live for the, these events. I'm a social butterfly. Uh, I'd like to get out um, and, uh, and network both with peers as well as uh, newcomers to the industry. It's a great opportunity to earn new business. It's a great opportunity to, to share. Um, and at the end of the day, um, we're also enlightening folks as to what the, what the true opportunities are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not just about folks that are trying to sell sell their products or or uh, advance their own agenda. We're we're pulling together, you know, instrument instrument manufacturers, scientists, uh, you know, labs, medical practitioners. We've got cannabis industry experts. We've got policymakers as well. So it's also a great opportunity to uh, to catch up on cannabis policy, catch up on what's going on not only at the state level but the federal level as well, and in some cases even the international level. Compliance. You know, compliance is king, is king now, and it's also important to make sure that everyone is aware of what is required of them, whether they're new to the industry or whether they've been operational for quite some time. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's just nice to get together with folks and, and see a lot of people that you simply don't get to see very often during the year. Yep, I really do like seeing all the familiar faces, which grows every mm-hmm. single year. Well, we are going to start wrapping up, but you know, when you said social butterfly, I think I'm going to have to get you a pair of butterfly wings for when you're at these conferences, Lance. So I'll work on that. And in the meantime, I do want to thank you for joining me today. Um, Lance Ott from Guardian Data, Data Systems is kind enough to share his time with us today. So thank you for being here. It's my pleasure, Bethany. Thanks again for having me. Um, I hope I can help out anytime in the in the future as well. Have a fantastic day. Great, thanks. And we'll see the rest of you at the Seed to Sale show in Denver, Colorado, January 31st and February 1st. And you can get more information about that at www.seedtosaleshow.com. And for more information about joining NCIA, you can head to www thecannabisindustry.org to find out more about membership. Thanks again for joining us. I was your host, Bethany, today, and I hope you enjoyed. 
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.